from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. Do you like that question? Are you terrified of losing? And that's my question for you today is, are you terrified of losing? If you said yes, Tiff, then that's what we're going to talk about, okay, is how we can overcome this thing where we're absolutely terrified of losing in our games. But I want you to consider this question, just whilst we're talking about being terrified of losing. Why are you terrified of losing? So I want you to be thinking about that. I'm going to give you some possibilities of what might be going on for you. Possibly you may be embarrassed you may not think that you're good enough and when you lose, you say to yourself, see, I, I told you I was going to lose anyway. You may be worried about what your parents will say after they've invested so much time and money into you and your sport. You may feel that, you know, you may feel guilty because you're really not winning and and there's that struggle of not winning and then you're feeling like you're letting everybody around you down, like especially your parents. You don't want to let your coach down. You know, there's numerous reasons why this could be going on. And you know what? I get it. I get it. And if you're feeling this way, then this is for you. This is what we're going to be talking about is, is being terrified of losing figure out what's going on and then how we're going to fix it, okay? Uh, So my biggest fear, uh, when I was playing tennis, you've heard me talk about it quite a bit, but my biggest fear is I was absolutely terrified of losing. There was, you know, fear of failure and all this sort of thing, but I was absolutely terrified of losing games. And, you know, and in my tennis, these are the things when I look back now is what I identified. And, and you know what, they were actually going on at the time, but I wasn't aware of them. And the thing here in creating these episodes for you is I want you to become aware of actually what's going on. Because when we create this awareness of what's actually going on, you know what, then we know how to tackle it, how we're going to fix it, okay, and really get the results that we're after. So when I was playing tennis, as a junior, I didn't want to look like a beginner, right? So if I lost, in my mind, I look like a beginner. I would, you know, it's humiliating being beaten. Um, I didn't ever think that I was good enough. Even though I won many matches as a junior, um, there was still that thing where I didn't think I was good enough. And at times I'd lose to people that I should never have lost to. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Why am I losing to these people? I'm so much better, technically better player than they are, but I'd be losing to them. And I wanted so desperately to impress my mum and show her how good I was. 
And I was really worried about if I didn't perform well um, in front of my mum, I wasn't um, I wasn't good enough. Um, I was worried about when she arrived to to come and watch me that I wasn't winning uh, because she'd come and watch me play, and she always wanted to come and watch me play because my mum loved me. <laughs> um, I wanted my mum, and I really wanted my mum to feel proud of me. And when I lost, I felt like I let her down, and there was no pressure from my mum. You know, or my dad, but there was no, you know, my mum was very passionate about me playing tennis as I was about me playing tennis and, and I just didn't want to let my mum down because she, you know, gave it gave it her all for me. And and the other thing was I kept, um, people kept telling me how good I was and how much talent I had, but I couldn't seem to get it together. Everyone said, oh, you know, Tiff, you got so much potential you know, but I could never seem to get it together in, in matches. And I'm talking about the big, the big matches, and especially as I got older, 18, 19, and 20 years of age, I was like, I've got this potential. Just where is it? Where is it hiding? Why can't I bring it out? And when I was sort of like around the age, you know, up until about 13, 14, I didn't really get too caught up in everything. But uh, as I got older, sort of 15, 14, 15 and so on, becoming more aware, I was getting more self-conscious, being a teenager, you know, there was a lot of things going on, you know, I, I really feel that, you know, things that go on in the world, um, it's like, you know, it's hard enough growing up, let alone everything else that's going on in the world. So growing up as a teenager, it was, you know, I just had all these thoughts and feelings and didn't know how to deal with everything so there was a lot of stuff going on and so yeah I went won a lot of matches as a junior but also lost a lot as well I lost a lot more as I was as I was getting older and and I was incredibly frustrated because when I left school I don't know if I've shared with this with you before but I'm going to if if I haven't um and even if I have I'm going to repeat it but when I left school, I, I actually I finished year 12, did my HSC, and then I went to train at this a te- a tennis academy full-time the following year. And, you know, when I was at the academy, I mean, we trained really hard, but I was having this thing where I was absolutely terrified of losing. And I, I found that it didn't matter how hard I really worked, and I'll tell you, I worked so hard, but... I was always losing and I was like, it's not making sense. Why am I losing? Because I'm, I'm working so hard. So, and I felt like the harder I worked, the more I lost. And you may be going through this right now. If you're working harder and harder, but you're not seeing the results on the scoreboard, it's not showing up for you, then stick with me because we're going to work through this. Uh, When I then learned how to play golf. So I was 34 when I learned how to play golf. And I thought this would be my chance to be really good at another sport. You know, I really understood what was involved because I, you know, worked on becoming a professional tennis player. I had been coaching tennis and I had a sports skills business and I'd been doing all that for over 10 years. So, you know, I really knew what I had to do and therefore I went and had lessons and especially my first three years I had a lesson every single week and I practiced my butt off 
had the same mentality as what I did with tennis, just work hard, learn the skills and really get, you know, stuck into it. And when I first started working with this particular coach, he said, well, you know, Tiff, what's your goal? And I said, look, you know, I want to play off scratch in two years and then I'll look at what we're going to do next. And he said, oh, he had this funny smile about him and and he didn't really say that it couldn't be done in two years playing off scratch, but he sort of smiled and he said, oh, well, let's just see how you go. And my attitude then was like, well, how could that be? Like it's golf, like ball's not moving. It's nothing like tennis. It's This should be pretty much a, a cinch. And I'll tell you that if you haven't played golf, go and have a go. Just go to the driving range and have a swing at a few balls because golf is actually quite deceiving. There's a lot more to it than just hitting a ball. But anyway, I digress. So anyway, this, this feeling of being terrified of, of losing, it, it came up when I was playing golf as well. And it didn't actually come up until I became quite competent, so around about a 10 handicap, somewhere around there. And I was playing off a 10 handicap, or I was probably about a year and a half to two years into learning golf. So I'd come down quite quickly, but again, I had worked my butt off. But what I started to notice was that I was um, playing with scratch players, you know, playing off zero handicap. And they were young, younger, so I was 35, 36 at the time, and they were 18 somewhere around 18, 19, 20, and I was playing them. And I didn't, I didn't want them to beat me because, you know, you know, I can play golf too and I'm older and I should be able to do it. And I noticed what was happening too was that when I was playing tournaments, I didn't want to lose when I was playing tournaments. I didn't want to lose when I was playing with these young people. I didn't want to lose when I was playing with older people. I... um. I had a, the boyfriend I had at the time, he wouldn't even talk to me if I lost. It's not a good combination. But there was a difference in golf versus tennis. One was that I was wiser. Yes, I was older, but the other thing was I became more wise. And the thing is, is like as you get older, it doesn't necessarily mean you get wiser. But the thing is in saying I got wiser, I became more aware. And what I became aware of is I didn't want to have a repeat of what happened in my tennis because I was so devastated about not achieving my tennis dream. And so I, I found that my tennis demons were coming back to haunt me. So so what did I do when I actually saw these tennis demons coming to haunt me? Right, It's all this stuff going on about not good enough, losing, I work really hard, nothing seems to be happening, I'm terrified of losing, or, you know, I can't bear to face that person because if I lose to them, it's going to be so embarrassing. What did I do? Well, what I did for, for golf, so this was golf versus tennis, what I did for golf because, again, I became more aware was the first thing was, yes, awareness. I became aware that I was actually repeating the same patterns that I had in tennis when I was competing. The same things, the same thoughts were running through my mind. If you're not good enough, you're having yourself on, you know, who do you think you are? They're all right, you know. They're all right what they're saying about you. You'll never get anywhere. You'll never make it. Those were the types of conversations I was having when I was playing tennis. But what did I do once I was aware? I was like, okay, well, this is good. 
it's good to know and it's good that I'm saying this. The second thing that I did was I sought out help. So, yep, you know what? I went to a sports psychologist. I went and had hypnotherapy and I went to a you know motivation guru and I, I did a lot of work. I went to start identifying what's going on because I want to become the golfer I want to become. How can I do this? And talking about hypnotherapy, I just want to share this one with you quickly was there was this match that I played and it was actually a match that I can go back to and and I can pinpoint exactly I was 15 years old and I was playing against my coach's daughter and she was older than me she was 18 and what we were what we were doing is we were having to play um, a final and I was really nervous about playing against her um, because you know, like she was supposed to be the the best the best junior in our um, in our area where, where we grew up, and so. But I really wanted wanted to win, and my parents thought it'd be a great idea for me to go and have some hypnotherapy sessions, and they sent me out to to help me. They wanted to help build my confidence up in my tennis because everyone could see the potential that I had, but I couldn't see it. Right, I didn't believe it. And part of me was quite closed off to hypnotherapy because, I, you know, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't know much about it and I was very self-conscious. I was very, um, um, you know, very aware of my body changing, becoming a woman, uncomfortable in my own skin. There was all of this other stuff going on. So I, I felt uncomfortable doing the hypnotherapy sessions, but I still went and did it. But when I played this game against my coach's daughter, I absolutely smashed her. Like I smashed her. I made her feel like a beginner. I just crushed her. I did played to all her weaknesses, made her come to the net. She hated volleying. Then I'd lob over her head. She hated running back for them. I did that over and over again. And what actually happened, I had a series of hypnotherapy sessions like to build up my confidence to build up my beliefs in me and you know hypnotherapy is really getting into the subconscious as well so you don't consciously at times know what's going on but you know what you want but your subconscious can kick in and then help you get to what you want to go to because you've heard me talking about building your belief in you and all of that kind of thing so this is what ended up happening I won my not under I won the under 19 so I beat her I won the A grade lady singles the A-grade doubles, the mixed doubles. I won the under-16s as well in in the singles, right? Domination, like absolutely dominated. And it was interesting, wasn't it? I didn't actually get any congratulations from anyone but my mum. So I absolutely dominated every aspect of the court, beat everyone, And there was no acknowledgement, not even my coach. My coach didn't even say anything. Interesting, isn't it? Anyway, but back to being terrified of losing. I just wanted to share that with you that, you know, going back years and years ago, I did get some help to to overcome this fear of losing, but um, I didn't continue that process, right? So then I fell back into the already pre-programmed habits. 
So we're going forward now to when I was 19 years of age and I was training at the tennis academy and I played against a world-ranked player, Aussie player, and I got absolutely smashed by her. And I was absolutely devastated. I ran behind the clubhouse, bawled my eyes out. I don't know if anyone was there and saw me, but I cried, felt like for hours uncontrollably. I was so devastated. But if you look at it, why did I get smashed? Why did I get absolutely smashed at that time when I was 19? Yep, absolutely terrified of losing. So why was I terrified of losing? What did I actually focus on in that match, because I want you to listen to this because this is what we're going to be working on. What what did I focus on in that match? Well, I felt like my skills weren't as good as her, so I was comparing myself to her. I felt uncomfortable on the court, so I couldn't handle the surface. I grew up on a clay surface, yet when I was playing this match, I couldn't handle, I couldn't keep, you know, I, I couldn't stop sliding and, and I was completely out of control on the court, just on the surface. I didn't want to look like a beginner. I felt like one. I got so nervous about playing against this woman, I couldn't think straight. And I kept telling myself that I would never be good enough when I was playing her. Even even the thought of becoming a professional tennis player, because that's what I was working on. I was at this academy, right, at 19, 18, 19. I was like, you know... Forget it, Tiff, you're never going to become a pro. Look at this, you're getting absolutely humiliated. And then what are, like, what are the peers that I was training with? What are they saying about me while they're watching this match? Like, God, Tiff, that's so bad. And they're probably laughing about how I'm playing. This is all this type of stuff of what's going on in this match, right? I don't fit in here with all these people. They all, you know, they all tease me and, and put me down anyway. That's how I saw things. What does this opponent think of me, the person that I was playing with against? Like, what does she think of me? She must think I'm an absolute loser. Like, what's she, what, why is Tiff playing tennis? She can't play. And I felt so embarrassed. And then I felt like I was letting my mum and dad down because they were sending me to this academy because they were helping me fulfil my dream and supporting me. But I couldn't do it. I was absolutely terrified of losing right throughout the match. And then I had a complete meltdown afterwards. So can you hear me while I'm sharing this with you? Can you hear me talking about what I was focusing on? Like was I focusing on my game strategy or was I focusing on breathing techniques or was I focusing on what I've got to do to win? Nope. None of that was happening, was it? What, where was the focus? The focus was being absolutely terrified of losing. So if you're going through this right now in your sport and you really want to achieve your sports dream, right? You really want to become the professional player that you want to become in your sport. I hear you and I get you. I get it. But you may be saying to me like, Tiff, you know what? What do I do now because I don't know how to get out of this rut. I'm frightened of losing. I'm petrified of stepping out on the court or on the field or on the golf course or the, you know, getting into the pool or getting on the water and rowing. Whatever it is, how do I get myself out of this rut? Okay, so this is what we're going to be looking at. One is awareness. 
You've got to be aware that this is actually going on. Are you aware of this going on? What's the kind of talk that's going on when you are in your in your in your tournament or in your competition? What kind of things are you saying? What's what's going on here? Now, I don't want you to go, oh, God, you know, now I'm talking myself down and I'm doing this. All I want you to do is create awareness. What's going on? Then number two, we just want to acknowledge it. You know what? Houston, we have a problem. So that's a famous saying when, you know, uh, they landed on the moon. Houston, we have a problem, right? I think it's quite famous on um, movies and so on. But I love that saying, Houston, we have a problem, right? Acknowledge there's a problem. It's fine. It's fine to have a problem. One, we've got to be aware. Two, we've got to acknowledge that there's something, that something's not working. And then three, this is what I want you to do. Number three, I want you to answer this question that I'm about to ask you. And then in the next episode, we're going to create the strategy on for you to work on how to let go of this, this feeling of losing. Okay. So I want you to write in absolute detail the answer to this question and then I want you to get ready for the upcoming episode that follows on from this one. It'll be part two. Why am I terrified of losing? I want you to write it down in specific detail. You heard a lot of things that were going on for me while I was terrified of losing. Some of them might be the same for you. But I want to know why are you terrified of losing and what what are you actually focusing on in your games? Because if you're terrified of losing, you're actually focusing on losing because you're focused on all the negative things that are going on, right? So if you would love to share this with me, I would love to hear from you. And send me an email, tiff at tiffany-mika.com. Share it with me. I won't bring it up and share it on the podcast. It'll just be between you and me. But I would love to hear from you why you are so terrified of losing because we've got to get all that stuff that's going on in your head, get it out of your head. Let's see what's going on. Let's acknowledge that there is a problem and then we're going to work on in episode in the next episode, which is part two, is we're going to work on how we're going to fix that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it too if you could share these episodes with your friends because we want to build the Reach Your Potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. And if you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I would really appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. So I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah.